Hello, hello, what is happening? Welcome back to another episode of Truth Be Told. I'm your host, Janan, right here. And I'm so, so happy to be with you once again uh, with a brand new episode this week. So this is officially episode number three. And uh, I I know I told you guys last week, or uh, I might have told you something along the lines of, we will be producing uh, one episode per week every Tuesday. Now, I do have to uh, make some alterations to that promise because although I can definitely promise you that we will be uh, uh, publishing a new episode every week, I cannot promise you that that is actually going to be exactly on Tuesdays. I actually thought to myself that uh, having uh, new episodes at the end of the week on a day like a Friday would actually be a better idea because this way we can just compile everything that has been happening during that week, during that past week, from the start of the week, obviously, to the end of the week. And then we can just freely talk about them on the show. So um, that's the thing that I thought uh, we should uh, probably give a try and uh, I mean we'll see if it's gonna work out or not but uh, yeah I don't want to make promises that I cannot keep but I can guarantee you that we will be having a episode every single week I can guarantee you that so having said all those things um, I hope everybody everybody has been doing okay so far especially because September just started and with that I know a lot of people have to move back to um, to dorms and to their new houses uh, to go back to school if you are attending school and uh, uh, or if they're going back to work whatever it is especially I know it's definitely bittersweet times for students like uh, elementary and high school students all over the world because this is going to be so different especially after six months of being laid off from education literally and uh, I know it's going to be hard for a lot of people but uh, all we have to do is to be perseverant and uh, just take it little by little because nothing is perfect yet and uh, it's just the way things are and let's just be patient with whatever is about to come our way and uh, to just uh, try to make the best out of it that's the best advice I can give everybody and uh, for me personally as well I mean I'm going back to school too and uh, I know it's a little bit scary especially if you're just starting your program but um or if you're just starting your uh, like new position at work, I know it's definitely hard and challenging, but we all got this. Uh, we're I'm sure we have other people around us who are going to be there for us. And why not? Uh, why not have ourselves be that person who other people can also rely on? You know, that's definitely something something to think about as well. And uh, I'm sorry about the ranting, but I thought it was something that at least some of you listening out there could definitely benefit from. So, yeah, just keep those things in mind and let me know if the, if those things work out for you. Yeah, why not? So, uh, you guys, today um, we're going to be having a pretty interesting episode this week because... From the time that we published our episode last week to uh, the time that we're currently broadcasting and recording this episode right now, a lot has actually taken place in the world. And uh, today what we're going to be talking about is everything that has been happening with regards to racial protests and uh, uh, the various protests that have uh, been um, uh, to protest 
racial, uh, systematic racial um, issues in uh, various social constructs, and specifically everything that has been happening in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and specifically, again, with the case of Jacob Blake. Now, I know um, by the time you are, you'll be listening to this, uh, you've already... You already kind of have some sort of a background on the whole Jacob Blake situation and uh, all the all the protests that are happening specifically in the United States. But um, what I thought I should do for this episode was to, you know, I, I already know that you, you all have that background information on the case and you might already have your own thoughts and opinions about everything that is happening and Everything, everything that relates to it. So for this episode, I thought I'll, I'll just give you a brief background of everything uh, that I'm going to be um, later analyzing and just uh, doing some critical thinking on during the show. I'll just give you a brief background just so that uh, people who aren't necessarily familiar with the case and all the issues that uh, uh, people are going through in Kenosha kind of know what I'm going to be talking about. And then I'm going to be talking about like where I come from and uh, like uh, from a thinking point of view, what my thoughts are on uh, uh, on the whole situation and how we can use logic and critical thinking when trying to uh, just understand and recognize and identify some of the deeper issues, some of the underlying issues that have led to some of the things that we're seeing on the surface with the with everything that is happening in the United States right now, and specifically in the case of uh, protests currently happening in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and honestly, all other racially um, motivated, like anti-racism protests that are happening all across the world. So that is um, the, the, I guess, the main outline that I do want to follow for this episode, and we'll see how it goes. So I'm actually really excited for this episode because I thought, um, you know, okay, so I feel like this is something that I do want to touch on every episode, the fact that sometimes you might think that you're actually properly informed about a certain issue, yet you're you're not aware of how uh, biased, like how how the information that you have already received might be biased itself by nature, by the nature of its delivery. Say you turn on your TV and you're browsing through your channels and you randomly just come across a news channel and uh, just listen to whatever is being broadcasted there and whatever is being talked about on their news panel over there. And depending on where they stand, where that news channel and media outlet stands, then you might just be uh, like subconsciously be biased towards like when, when you receive that information, that bi- that information is already biased and you just um, kind of, memorize it that way without uh, having to just um, analyze it yourself in your own brain in your own mind and just think to yourself well you know although I received this piece of information are they actually uh, giving me the pure facts or are they mixing a little bit of emotion and a little bit of personal opinion and bias to this piece of information that I'm currently learning about right now so 
I just really do want to challenge everybody listening to our show overall and specifically this very episode. I do want to challenge all of you to whenever you're whenever you're fed any sort of information, especially if it's something about the world and um, some of the current affairs, do try to take that information but try to do your own research research on it as well. If you're not absolutely sure how to go about analyzing that um, that uh, piece of information in your own mind uh, in the first place, go out, just try out different um, uh, resources, see which one you think is the most objective and the the one that mostly use critical thinking when um, when uh, just talking about and um, attending to that issue and then just, Make up your own mind, if I have to put it that way, simply. So yes, I like I said, I do want to, I do want all of you guys to keep that in mind when you are um, dealing with different topics that are currently discussed on the news, and not to just take one thing as it is. So if I have to use an analogy, okay, this is gonna be kind of weird, but um, say you want to make a smoothie, right? And you want to put a banana and like a mango and some strawberries in it. And so to make that smoothie, you can obviously just put a whole banana in your uh, protein bottle and to just put those individual strawberries in it and then just pour water on top of it. That is not what you would usually call a smoothie. You know, you, you might what you would do to to make it more cohesive and to make it better for yourself is to actually put it in a blender and to add your own uh, touches. You know, maybe you like a little bit of honey in your smoothie. Maybe you like a little bit of ice in your smoothie. So you just have to do those things for yourself. And you can't you merely cannot just use uh, uh in the case of this a smoothie example that i'm telling you guys about you cannot just have those things individually unchanged and uh, uh expect yourself to actually process w- what you're given you cannot uh process that whole banana and those individual strawberries plus a little bit of water as a smoothie Okay, if that made any sense, um, yeah, I, I, I'll try my best to give you guys more like relevant analogies in the in the future cases. But I feel like putting it this way is going to convey the message a lot better if it if it did help at all in this particular case. I hope it did. But um, yeah, if not, uh, I, I hope you know what I what I mean by all, by all those things. But anyway. So having said all those things, now let's get down to business, y'all. Talking about everything that has been happening south of the border in the United States and Kenosha, Wisconsin. So talking about Jacob Blake, um, just giving you guys a little bit of background, just overall background of what his case entails. So Jacob Blake, so uh, just talking about the day that the incident actually took place, what happened was that... uh, Two women were fighting um, on the street and the police were called to the scene for a uh, a, a domestic violence case. And what happened was, and and nobody actually knows why Jacob Blake was involved in this, um, in the breaking up of this fight. But what we do know, according to the facts, according to the quote unquote crime scene facts, is that 
Jacob Blake, he was in his car with his three sons in the back seat, and he sees this altercation between these two women. And what he does is that he steps out and he tries to break up the fight. And again, uh, things are a little bit fuzzy because uh, not a lot of um, uh, outlets, even reliable outlets, have outlined what what actually went down uh, between Jacob Blake and the cops who were at the scene to, to resolve this um, domestic violence case between the two women. And I'm sure the next part you guys all should be familiar with what happened was that because jacob blake thought that you know i'm just trying to break up this fight so there's probably no um uh, uh nothing that i probably nothing that i have to worry about because i'm literally doing nothing i don't have any weapons i'm merely trying to break up the fight between these two women and so he just thought okay um i don't understand why the cops are um, uh, uh, having this attitude towards me and all that. So like I said, uh, just a bracket, a lot of detail has been fuzzy regarding what uh, what was the actual exchange between the cops at the scene and Jacob Blake at the time. And the next part is the, uh, the, the, the part that is uh, most visible in the video circulating around the internet that actually captured the moment that Jacob Blake was actually shot seven times in the back by the the police officers while trying to get back into his car. And uh, we don't know what he was actually going to do after that. But like I said, what we do know is that the cop actually shot Jacob Blake seven times in the back with uh, the bullets going through his kidney. And uh, just um, and not to get too graphic, but... Uh, uh, just uh, damaging causing a lot of damage to his spinal cord and uh that was uh, unfortunately what happened and uh his children were still in in his car while all of that took place so he was taken to the hospital he was in critical condition for the longest time and uh he as of right now although his health is improving little by little we still haven't heard any news regarding how how much improvement he has um, uh, physically received regarding his paralysis because it was actually announced that he is as of now paralyzed with the with all the damages that he has sustained from those um, uh, bullet shots. He's not doing okay, but um, they're saying that he's doing a little bit better, but he's still paralyzed. So that happened, and. Uh, Considering the state of the society, especially the state of how things are over in the United States and uh, with the months prior when we had the George Floyd situation, uh, when when the cops unjustly put their knees on uh, George Floyd's neck and uh, him saying, I can't breathe, I can breathe and him uh, passing away in that regard and the racial protests that uh, rose after that all across the nation and honestly all across the globe with all those things in mind and the 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 matter still being fresh in everybody's minds and for us to see everything that went down with Jacob Blake then everything just erupted and 
there were protests obviously in the very town that uh, that this um, incident actually took place uh, being kenosha wisconsin and this uh, what what happened with regarding to the protests was a little bit different because this time around what actually happened was that we, we didn't exclusively have the anti the anti-racist um, protesters just peacefully protesting against um, the authorities and the the police forces because in this case we had, what we actually had was those anti anti-racist uh, uh, protesters mixed with members of the Antifa group or the anti-fascism group, if you're not familiar with them. And on the other hand, we had uh, people armed with guns and weapons. Actually, some in some cases, semi-automatic weapons. People who weren't from the government or the police forces. People who were right-wing supporters of the government so we had those two um or just overall those uh, types of individuals protesting against each other in the city of kenosha wisconsin and not only that because of everything that already did take place in kenosha similar events uh, just erupted all across the nation and the united states but just sticking to what happened in kenosha because I do want to talk about another thing that uh, also uh, angered a lot of people. And this is the issue of the 17-year-old um, Kyle Rittenhouse, who who is obviously still underage, yet he possessed, he was, uh, he was amongst those protesters who were supporters of the right-wing government, and he was actually holding... Uh, so on Tuesday, uh, okay, yes, on Tuesday night, uh, just for me to get the dates correct, okay, so on Tuesday night that the protests were happening, Kyle Ritt, Ritten, uh, Rittenhouse, yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse, he was in possession of a semi-automatic rifle, and in that process, on that night, he killed two individuals, and he also injured a third person, while he was just walking around with his gun, with his weapon, and uh, he saluted the, the cops, and uh, he was even offered water by the cops because he was, um, quote-unquote, on duty. And uh, he, in his mind, he was doing what he thought he should do, um, and uh, he, he was just so relaxed about it, and... Uh, he was one of the many right-wing protesters who were in possession of guns who were also shooting back at the anti-racist protesters. So this, all of this, again, once again, happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And so just talk about um, uh, Rittenhouse. Uh, when people actually analyze his social media dating back many, many years ago, and to the time uh, that the 2016 elections uh, took place, he had um, explicitly posted his support for the right-wing government. And uh, he had said, uh, he, he also had posted statements regarding how he always praised the police force and uh, quote-unquote saying blue lives matter, which uh, blue lives meaning uh, just pertaining to police officers, you know, because of the color of the uniforms 
in case you didn't know um but uh, those things those type of things were actually found on his social media pages and so like i said um the events uh, the the incidents that he was involved in uh, all took place on a tuesday night and the the morning after on the wednesday he was actually arrested at his mother's house on charges regarding uh, an underage person carrying a, um, a weapon which is illegal and um Another thing was that, well, obviously there were two charges against him because he had indeed committed homicide, one intentional homicide and one uh, reckless, if I'm not probably getting the actual terminology correct, but per something pertaining to reckless uh, behavior with a weapon in possession and um, that leading to homicide. So charges are pretty heavy against him, but uh, regardless, he was arrested on uh, uh, the the morning after he committed those acts on on the Tuesday in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And okay, I feel like this is a lot of heavy information coming your way, but I do want to talk about this one other thing that I came across this morning, um, actually on the news. And then after I, after I say that, then I'm gonna get into my uh, critical thinking uh, loop for everything that I just talked about. So another thing that I do want to mention: this one wasn't actually in Kenosha. This one was in Portland, Oregon. So these also relate to all the recent anti-protestings that have been happening in the United States. This one, um, like I said, happening in Portland, Oregon. We had the Antifa member, the anti-fascist member, Michael Reynolds, uh, who was 40, 48 years old. And what happened was that um, him and a, a friend of him, who was a person of color, they were protesting and uh, all, well, all individuals in, in these protests, uh, you know, at the time we are not sure if they were in possession of weapons, whether it's a cold weapon or a warm weapon, you know, if it's a gun or a, or a knife or whatever it is, we're not sure about that as of yet. But what happened was that uh, Michael Reynolds, um, he said that he was being threatened by a right-wing um, supporter who was actually in possession of a weapon. And he said that the person who whose name was Aaron Danielson, um, uh, the person threatened to stab them, stab him and his um, friend who was a person of color. And so he said that in self-defense, he actually um, attacked that person, attacked Danielson, and he uh, Danielson was actually murdered. So what happened afterward, afterward, excuse me, was that um, he actually even had interviews with various news outlets like Vice News. And uh, he explained his situation. He said that he had to do it because of self-defense. And a few days actually went by and uh, the police got a warrant to arrest him because of uh, the murder that was committed. And what happened was that uh, he was actually in his vehicle um, just um, uh, driving away from the cops. And according to the cops, he uh, he stopped his vehicle and he got out of his vehicle trying to run away from the cops. And in that moment, the cops actually shot him and actually killed him in the street. So this was just um, 
uh, announced and put out in the news this morning. I will let you guys know if I do come across any updates or any new information regarding this case. But, you know, I also want to add that to the whole mix of uh, everything that has been happening in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Because now that we have all this background information, I would like all of us to take a step back and look at everything from a bird's point of view, like a uh, whatever you call it, like a uh, like a overall point of view. So with that, just stepping back and thinking about, OK, all, all these things are obviously happening. There's no denying that these are real issues. These are tangible actions with real consequences for both sides of the argument. No doubt about that. What I do want us to understand, though, is why are all of these things happening in the first place? Could it be that if such things were happening in, in, in the dawn of humanity, if we, like our ancestors rather, were to stand up for themselves and to say, you know, I'm an individual. And even though we have different uh, difference of opinion, it doesn't mean that you have to inflict, com- inflict violence and you have to attack me in this way. Just because we have our difference of opinion doesn't mean that we have to act so violently and so uns- in such an uncivilized way. Do you think do you think if our ancestors, if our great 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 grandparents actually took that stance and actually just just actually confronted the other uh, the the other side of the argument, do you think we'll still be here right now? Because I and I say this because right now it just feels like we're in in the middle of this vicious non-ending cycle of violence and hatred. And uh, again, I do want to try my best to keep this as objective, logical, and um, uh, just uh, critical when it comes to thinking as possible. So for me personally, when I when I think about things like this. I just have to step back, clear my mind, and to just think myself, what 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 has been the basis of this whole situation that's been so rotten that has led to such things that we see nowadays in the society. Okay, and uh, I know if we if we do want to talk about issues like this, then we're going to be talking about until the next morning because that's honestly the the truth about it. And there's no denying uh, of that. However, like I said, I do want to challenge all of you guys to think critically and to think, why are we in this position in the first place? What could have led to it? Is it because some powerful individuals just thought that because they 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 are in that at the top of the power hierarchy, they just thought to t- excuse me thought to themselves that. They can actually do whatever they want to people who are lower in in status to them when it comes to power. And uh, they just thought everything that they said was uh, was going to be the correct thing and that everything that wasn't in accordance to their ideology and point of view was going to be wrong. Well, maybe and I do have to throw this back to what I said earlier 
regarding um, our great, great, great grandparents and our ancestors potentially making a move to, to, to make that initial confrontation regarding difference of opinions and difference of ideologies, you know, in the society and how we get to actually run things in the society. And uh, with regards to that, if, uh, if in the early societies, we actually um, uh, had those confrontations regarding, okay, um, although I, I, like we understand that there's diversity in the society, why not just try to create this universal um, uh, like political party or this universal, if we do actually insist on having political parties in order to run governments, that's definitely one way to do it. Or if not, just have this big um, umbrella of um, all sorts of ideologies, just this one thing that, uh, that uh, respects all sorts of things all sorts of ideologies as long as they don't lead to us as human beings hurting one another because after all why do we even have a society again um yeah it's because we as humans as homo sapiens we want to thrive we want to reproduce we want to produce future generations we want to have we want to produce better lives for our children want to produce better lives for our families and friends and our neighbors and our community members right and so why not just if our, our ancestors if our predecessors actually had that had that uh, at least uh, idea in mind had that confrontation in mind do you think that that would have actually prevented such issues that we're facing in today's society but i i i'm honestly so curious to know what your thoughts are you guys um because for me, uh, when I when I do think about it this way, from such like uh, like anthropological um, and like sociological point of view, in a way that we we just keep going back and back and back, and just uh, just think about how things could have been if earlier in in history we actually made critical changes and uh, actually did things that could potentially have huge implications in the in the society that we're living in today so those are definitely important things to keep in mind and uh, i know like to, to a lot of you listening to this right now you're probably thinking wow janon's tripping right now and listen i mean um again i did acknowledge in the beginning that i i do i i see and i observe everything that is happening currently in the world but for me personally, I just feel like we have to think about those foundational issues, those those uh, uh, basic problems that have been laid on top of one another that have led to the the ch big challenge that we tend to see in uh, today's society. If we were to fix those tiny missteps, then maybe today we would be in a different position. Okay. So that's where I'm coming from. And uh, also to act as a devil's advocate uh, against my own argument, honestly. I know that all everything that I just said, you know, because I did say, what if our ancestors did this? And what if we, like, in, in um, prehistoric, like, human society, we did this and that. 
I know I said that and there's no way for us, at least with uh, the current technology that we have right now, there's no way that we can actually go back in time and do all those things and experiments with our ancestors to see if it's, if it were to actually lead to a better and a more ideal society right now. Obviously, we can do that. So I do have to say for uh, we do have to obviously have to come up with solutions for for the current time for the present time and although again i would argue that it is only going to be like a bandage on top of a big infected wound i i i feel like it is going to do a, a little something it's at least going to slow things down or at least it's going to buy us some time to to just figure out what we actually ought to do to potentially fix the issues that we're faced with right now especially when it comes to inequality in society and us having uh, major prejudices against one another because of how we look what status we hold in in the society and so on and so forth so with regard to some of the current um should i say topical solutions that we we could potentially think about right now for such issues that I just brought up regarding Kenosha, Wisconsin, and all the uh, racial protests that are happening in uh, the United States majorly right now. Um, I would say we have to think, we, we just have to step back from that black and white uh, ideology. We can't we can do that anymore. I know we, we had to do that before, uh, as as like early human beings because we had to like that's the way our brain works we have to categorize things in our own mind or at least we had to categorize things in our own minds because we wanted to see if this um uh, plants that we were to pick up was actually a edible plant or if it were t- for a toxic plant if it was a poisonous plant or if this um, mushroom that we're picking up from the ground, if it was a legit edible plant that we could just eat every day, or if it was, a, like I said, a toxic plant, a, a toxic mushroom that was going to poison and kill us, right? Because of all those things, our, brain, our brains evolved throughout thousands of years to just put different things into different categories. But considering all the... Um, all the Uh, technological and evolutionary advances that we've come across so far as homo sapiens as human beings do you think uh, do you don't you think that those categorizations are a little bit obsolete now because we're we're all smart um individuals and um uh, just uh, intellectual human beings is it absolutely necessary that we still carry on that that black and white um uh like uh prejudice is it okay for us to carry on that black and white prejudice forward as we move on with our lives as we parent our kids as we teach our our knowledges and our beliefs and uh, to our children and pass them down to future generations do we think that 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 is absolutely necessary for us as human beings to thrive in the society to, to, to make a society that works best for everybody I would actually say like my personal opinion is that we have to step back from those black and white categorizations we have to think a little bit more abstractly in order to uh, adapt to everything that 
that that we haven't really considered so far um, in, in in history, and this is definitely one of those things. So, uh, like I said, just to reiterate, my opinion is that we have to step back and to uh, deconstruct some of the things that we've been told through generations about what self certain cultures represent, about how certain issues are in a society. We just have to deconstruct those things, those beliefs. And I know it is hard. I know it is hard, but it is something that we have to do. We almost owe it to our future generation. We cannot go on as a successful society if we keep fighting one another just because this other person doesn't believe in what I believe in. Is that really the way to go? Is that really the way to build a more successful society for our children, for our grandchildren? Now think about that. And like I said, I would like to challenge and actually because I feel like challenge has a negative connotation to it. I would like to invite the listeners right now to think about such issues, to just take moments out of your day and try to work on that deconstruction of of those concrete, uh, excuse me, concrete beliefs that you might have, those concrete prejudices that you might have. Work on them and try to be more inclusive of people in your community. Because like I said, we owe it to our future generation. We owe it to each other. So I'm just going to put it there. And uh, I think I think that was good for today's episode. Um, so you guys, uh, like I said, if I do come across any, any new updates regarding all these issues uh, that we talked about, Today, I'll definitely let you guys know, if not on the episode, I'll definitely post some of them on our social media and you can reach us on um, Instagram specifically. You can shoot us DMs if you want to tell us what sort of topics you want us to talk about on the show um, or you can just comment on our posts because every time we do um, uh, publish a brand new episode, then we also do a social media post so if you feel comfortable please do um a comment on our post and uh, follow us on social media so our handle is truth underscore be told podcast okay please do go on instagram and give us a follow let us know what you think and um yeah honestly because i know this is like a limited time when we do come to you guys on air uh, so let's just carry the conversation um, outside the like the radio waves, I guess, although we're not technically on radio, but you know what I mean. Uh, let's still carry on the conversation and uh, just let me know what you guys think. I will if I've inspired and motivated any any listener right now to uh, to to just think a little bit more critically about everything that is happening in the world right now, then I, I, I'll i just, uh, I'll, I'll have the most peaceful sleep ever that, that night of, because I know I've done my part and um, uh, I've done some good, at least in my mind to like in the world. So yeah, that's uh, all I care about. So now uh, just trying to wrap up. Uh, I told you guys that I wanted to have this like truth be told signature at the end of the show. So for this episode, I do have to say, I know that things aren't 
things might not look as optimistic for a lot of people because there's just so much violence and hatred in the world right now. But truth be told, all it takes is for every single one of us to take that step back and to just deconstruct our prejudices and our prior beliefs so that we're more inclusive of our neighbors, of our friends and family, and of our community members. That's all I have to say about that. And uh, unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week. You guys already know, make sure you subscribe and download our episodes on Spotify and iTunes and honestly, anywhere that you download your podcast from. And until next week, I'm your host, Janan, right here. I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend and peace out.